too long but then I'm not free now to be back but I really felt really nice for me to release this episode because as I can see and today's topic basically we won't be talking about is the problem with identity what your identity is sometimes and why you have to deal with it because I feel like why you have to deal with it is because you don't know who you are but I feel like my counselor says it to me every time I talk to him every time I call him he's like hey dad this is what I've done and you know I'm not happy about this but I'm so First one is John 1 10. He says, But to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. And yet, I have so many tips and Bible verses in the scripture as applicable to my own life. <laughs> so, the first one is John 1 12. He says, But to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. So, all, all who believed in if you believe in him, if you accepted him, now you are children of God. So, now I know I am a child of God now because Christ lives received him and accepted him but now I can say that I am born again and if I am born again I'm also a child of God so now my identity in Christ is no longer maybe someone that is unknown by God someone that is not is not um, is outside God no now I'm in God and if I am in God I am a child of God so do you understand the first thing is that yes I am a child of God second thing is Ephesians 1 Ephesians 1 7 and says he is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom so now I know I am what I am redeemed. I am free. My sins are forgiven. I am free. I am, I am forgiven. I am redeemed. My sins have been forgiven. So I'm no longer in sin. I'm no longer a sinner. I am no longer a sinner. I'm no longer in sin. Yes, I may live in this world where the world is full of sin, but that does not define who I am. Who I am is who Christ has defined me to be. And it says that what? It says that my sins have been forgiven. And so that's who I am. It says that I am redeemed and that's who I am. It says I am free, that he has purchased my freedom with his blood. He has purchased my freedom with his blood. So what's who I am? Who am I rather? I am free. I am redeemed. My sins have been forgiven. The third thing is John 15, 16. It says, you didn't choose you didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for. Give you my name. So the key thing I want to take from this verse is the fact that God chose me. God chose me. I wasn't the one that chose Christ. It's not as if I knew I knew Christ first. He knew me first. So he chose me. He died for me first. So I received his life. So he chose me. I didn't choose him. He appointed me. I didn't appoint him. Do you understand? So I've said three 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 key points. The first one is that I am a child of God. You are a child of God. I've said my sins have been forgiven. I am redeemed. I am free. And the third thing is that God chose me. Fourth one is First Peter two nine. It says, "But you are not like that, for you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, 
God's very own protection. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. But he called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Now, there are so many things. We have to break this one down. Oh, because I really, really love this one. It like sums up who you are in Christ. The first thing he says that you are not like that. The preceding, I wish I, I read the preceding ones. But now I don't read it. So let's start from here. It says, for you are a chosen generation. Remember we said the last thing we said was that God chose you. Now it says that you are a chosen generation. This is like emphasis. This is more like emphasizing who you are. You know, this is not God making a mistake on your as to that uh, your identity or what you have said as such. So now the first thing he says is that you are a chosen generation. The second thing is that you are a royal priesthood. A royal priesthood. You are royal. You, you are royalty. There's no. There's, there's no. There's no lying about it. This is who you are. It is written in the word of God. And the third thing is that you are a holy nation. You are a holy nation. And the fourth thing is that you are God's very own protection. And anytime I read this verse, what really comes out to me is the fact that I'm God's very own protection. That means God, I'm, I'm, own, I'm God's um, possession. I'm God's own, basically. Because when you're in possession of something, you are with it. And the apple of God's eye. You know, it's, it's like having a bag in your possession. The bag, nobody can come and take it away from you. Except maybe you are willingly taking it. You are willingly giving out to somebody that kind of thing except flex belonging to the kingdom of god nobody can steal you away from god so yeah yes as i was saying it says as a result you can show others the goodness of god for he called you out of darkness into his wonderful light i'm no longer living in darkness i'm no longer living in sin i'm no longer living without the knowledge of christ now that you are in christ you are now in his wonderful light glory to jesus Woo! hallelujah make you so excited and fifth thing is Philippians 3.20. It says, For our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there. The Lord Jesus Christ. For our citizenship is in heaven. See, and when I tell, I was telling my roommate some days back that, oh, if I die today, I know I'm going to go to heaven. And she was like, ah, how would you say that now? That only God knows. I'm like, when I say only God knows, but it is written here, for our citizenship is in heaven. So if it says you're a citizen of somewhere, that means... You are a your nationality is that place. But if you say you're a citizen uh, well, if you're a citizen of Nigeria rather, you are a Nigerian and nobody can change it except maybe you get a citizenship of the United States of America and say, Okay, you are you have dual citizenship. But this, the Bible says here that you our citizenship is in heaven. I am a citizen of heaven. So here I'm just here on a temporary basis here. Like I'm just here like um for a while. A number of years and when i die when i leave this place i know i'm going to heaven and so there's this assurance that i have that here when i leave this earth place i have a place i have, I have a place in heaven so nobody should you, you should be sure about your citizenship when you leave this earth where will you be going you know so now i know i'm a citizen of heaven so i've received it i've received the life of christ and now that i've received the life of christ my citizenship will be in heaven so now the sixth thing I will talk about is Second Corinthians five seventeen. It says, "Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things have passed away. You are a new person. You are a new person in Christ. You are a different person in Christ. But not what you is not only all about what you used to do as Eden and that type of thing. But he has changed your he has changed your name. He has changed your nationality." He has changed maybe not nationality, maybe not that word, but he has changed your nature. You don't know you no longer have the nature of the world, you no longer have the nature of sin. I have the nature of Christ. That's why I say, Lord, 
but the righteousness of Christ, but the righteousness of Christ, nobody can, nobody can remove you from God because when you are sealed you with the seal of the Holy Spirit. Now, that means, and my Bible says in Ephesians 1, Ephesians 1, it says that now that you are sealed you with the um, promise of the Holy Spirit, you are now God's own, you are owned by God. You are owned by God. So, you're a new creature, you're a new creation rather, you have a new nature, you're a new person. You might be the same person, of course, but your mindset has changed. Your, your life has changed. Everything about you has changed. Glory to Jesus. And the seventh thing is 1 Corinthians 3.16. It says, Don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God lives in you? Don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God lives in you? See, now we know that we are the temple of God. And the spirit of God lives in you. Basically, let's talk about let's relate temple to our day, um, our modern day um, modern day language, something we can relate to. And um, basically, when you talk about temple, let's bring it to a house where God stays. The house we stay in houses, we have dwelling places. So now we know that we are a dwelling place of Christ. We are the dwelling place of Christ. God, Christ resides in us. God lives in you. So that's it, God lives in you. That means he resides in you. And where do you reside? In a house. And the house has a address an address rather. So basically when I when I think of this verse, what I say to myself is one, I house Christ. God resides in me. I am God's address. Do you get? So now that I know that I'm God's address, the Bible says, and the spirit of God lives in me. So I'm the place that I am the place where God's spirit is active in. So the God's spirit lives in me. He's active in me works in me. He does everything in me. So, now I know that I am the temple of God. And now that I am the temple of God, I am not supposed to use my body anyhow. Yes, we've done stuff in the past. We've done stuff we are not proud of before we came to Christ. But now that we are in Christ, we are a new, we are new, we are a new creature. We are a new person. And so, we are not defined by what we used to do. The Bible says that God doesn't, um, God doesn't hold account of what we've done before. Why? Because we, we made Christ who knew no sin to become sin for us. So now all our sins were imputed on Christ, and now we have a clean slate. Do you understand? So now that we have a clean slate, we are not, we are now new. So that's why God can reside in us. And now that God resides in us, we are not supposed to use our body anyhow. We are supposed to live like children of God. So we are not supposed to use our bodies anyhow because of Christ residing in us. Glory to Jesus. So I want us to say this with me. That there's just some confessions that I wrote down that I would start saying every day to myself want us to say along with me. I am a child of God. My sins have been forgiven. I am redeemed and I am free. God chose me. I am God's very own possession. I am a citizen of heaven. I am a new man. I am the dwelling place of God. I house him. God resides in me. I am God's address. And I'm that place where God's spirit is active in me. Glory to Jesus. Woo! Glory to Jesus. So yes, that's all for today. And I hope you are blessed by this. I pray you are blessed by this. God has blessed me with this. I pray you are blessed also. Have a blessed day. Bye.